Blog Talk Radio. time we uh come back and try to do this this radio show we always have some type of technical difficulties in the beginning it it always seems to happen that way start off trying to i guess fix everything and make sure everything's running smooth and then we can't even take time off and the same things just keep happening again i'm assuming it must be blog talk or maybe it's us i don't know well anyway welcome to the radio show everybody yeah I could go into all the issues that we were having in the beginning, but that's not why you called in to listen to me complain about why everything isn't working correctly. But that seems to be, I guess, par for the course around here. Well, anyways, we got your boy Cujo in the house, wherever he is. Where you at, Cujo? Yep. Yo, 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 yo. All right. I'm 16. I want to thank everybody for listening. We had, a, like I said, a bit of a... We're going to peel back the curtain here, Kucho. We've been gone for four months, and we can do it again where Blog Talk just keeps, uh, I don't know, rearing its head again or whatever with um, the scheduling of the episode. Now, both you and I, right. you know, we, we can we can read. It clearly said that it was supposed to be 8 o'clock, but yet it said, well, it said 9 o'clock, whatever. So we couldn't even start on time, so hopefully we didn't turn away anybody with it not working correctly in the beginning. Boy, this is a great way to start off a show after we've been gone all this time, isn't it? It is. Most definitely is. Yeah, we're we're pretty awful. Anyway, um, thanks for uh, for checking us out. Um, if you want to hit us up, you can do so. Phone number is five one six. This is a new number, man. I, I had the other one memorized, and we got a new number. It's five one six 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 six. Nine five one four. Uh, you could text us six seven eight 
250-4422. And uh, you can email us, uh, the radio show 2015 at com. And I'm just assuming something, Kujo, that because I got 2015 in the email address, it just sounds really dated since it's not 2015 anymore. It sounds it sounds a lot professional. Professional, professional, or more, more, more professional. Not really sure um, what the grammatical term would be, but it, it just sounds better. Uh, bottom line, it just sounds terrible. It's just. It just sounds terrible. And um, is this new? Is this new phone number worth even memorizing? It's really not. It's really not. It's funny that you brought that up because yeah, it's really not. But I wanted to uh, take a second to um, I wanted to take a second to explain to people something here real fast before we get into what we're talking about on why we're back. Well, we had to go away for a second because, you know, we got lives and things and stuff going on. But we came back we do. because of – yeah, we we got lives. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, we do. Yep. Filled with stuff that we got to do. <laughs> you <laughs> – well – Okay, so here's just to explain is that the reason why we're back is for a couple of reasons. One, well, the first one is it's because of the people that listen. People kept asking, when are you guys going to do another show? When is it going to happen? Eventually it was going to happen that way, but, you know, scheduling, life, things happen. The second reason all why we're you. back, <laughs> all two of you, and the second reason why we're back is, well, it's because of Donald Trump. And I know you got to be like, well, Donald Trump, he, well, the man, creates so, the man creates so much news, and we were having a conversation about it. It just seemed like the right time to come back and talk about it. So that's why we're here. Part, well, part of the reason, and we kind of miss doing it. But as you can see, we're a little light in the crew. Um, ATL Diva, Easy, and The Jerk all said that, you know, they were like, forget your little return. We'll come back when we get ready. So there you have it. They're getting some Kudo, contract wanna... stuff worked out. They're, they're holding out for more money. Wait a minute. There's a there's a contract holdout. Yeah. Nobody told me about that. They want more money. Don't I pay y'all enough? I'm already getting paid the big bucks, so I wasn't part of that contract holdout. I'm already signed for $74 million. Uh, four four year contract. Oh, and I wanted to point this out too. And I paid you that much. I also wanted to point out in the begin, uh, also at the beginning of the show as well, is that we're only back. It's just temporary. Four episodes, four new episodes. So, thank you. So I just wanted to let folks know that that we're here, and we're gonna be around for at least four episodes, at least. But anyway, enough about that and more into what we were starting off the show talking about. And also we got uh, new music from some artists as well coming up in a little while. All right, Cujo, let's jump into this uh, situation here about Donald Trump. Now, um, this uh, article is courtesy of a website called Slate.com. A freelance writer by the name of Jamel Bowie uh, wrote an article that is saying that Donald Trump is a creation of of the sheer hatred and our backlash to the presidency of Barack Obama. 
Now, I remember a long time ago, Cujo, you and I, we joke all the time about, man, we sure would like a politician who just comes right out and just says, look, I just flat out don't like minorities and, you know, I don't like black people and I just, I want America to be what I want it to be. There you go. Make America great. Make it white again. And lo and behold, here he is. It's Donald Trump. He's that guy. So here's a question I'm going to put at you, Cujo. Is he more of a product of the hatred for the current president, or is this just really how he feels? Like, is he just going along with it because it seems to be the popular thing, or is this really what he's all about? I honestly think that he, I think it's, it's, it's what you said is kind of a, you know, a, a manifestation of, of all the emotions and hatred that, that, you know, people had for, for Barack. Um, but that also stemmed from, you know, some, some racism. I think that people hated Barack simply because, you know, the black president, you know, have black, black, whatever you want to call it, black president. And, you know, people just, didn't like that, and there's uh, and people felt like his presidency brought out more uh, more racism or you know divided the country. I mean, just because you know people were quiet doesn't necessarily mean that they you know weren't feeling the same thing or that these you know emotions and that this racism didn't still didn't always exist. I think we just at a time now where you know you got social media and all this stuff is out of the forefront, so it's a whole lot it's a lot easier to share some of this stuff that's going on, you know, as opposed to, to how it was before where, you know, if you got pulled over and beat up by the police, pretty much the only people that know about it is you, the police, and maybe your little local newspaper or whatever. You know, unless it was like a, you know, Rodney King kind of situation. But um, anyway, saying all that to say that, I, I think I think he's going along with it because it's what's keeping him, you know, at the forefront right now. It's, it's, it's rearing results. I mean, you, you can't necessarily argue with results. So, you know, why change the formula? But I, I still like Trump more than I like um, Hillary. What? Yeah. Not necessarily saying I'm voting for him. Not voting for either one. But I feel like they're the same person. They got the I feel like they have some of the same beliefs even though their political stances may be different. Bottom line, I think I think Hillary's racist to an extent. And um yeah, I, I just don't I don't like that she tries to, you know, cover it up or you know, I, I don't feel like she's always honest. I can get Man, along I know, get along easier with I get along easier with somebody who's honest and just don't fucking like me as opposed to somebody who you know what I mean? Or don't like my people as opposed to somebody who's going to lie to my face and, you know, be seedy about it. Man, you know, it's funny how we were going to go on this talk about Donald Trump, but you just you just brought up something interesting. Is that for years, and I'm not saying that it's not true, but for years, you know, we were... And when I say we, I'm I'm talking about when I say we, I'm talking about black people. I'm not trying to alienate anybody, but when I'm making this statement, I'm saying I'm talking about black people. That we were taught that the Clintons, they were with us. They were they were that was us, you know. Except they were they were white, but the Clintons, that was that was us. I mean, didn't you feel the, pretty much feel the same way that Bill Clinton was like? He was like 
you people used to joke at saying, well, he's the closest thing we'd ever get to a black president, things like that. Yeah. What changed? I mean, I grew up. I came. I came up more. I mean, I was. When did Clinton leave office? Ninety-eight or two thousand? Yeah, two thousand, right? Two thousand. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't even in high school yet, so you know. Damn, way to make me feel old, dude. <laughs> couldn't necessarily tell you. Um, but but I I can say that uh histor you know, looking back, I mean, yeah, he, he kinda he reigned over the longest you know, the period, longest period of economic growth in the in the history of the United States and um you know, yeah, I mean black he was he was likable. You know, he was a likable president, you know, compared to like Bush or, or, or Reagan or whoever else you want to compare him to, but um yeah, I mean it was a lot of political fucking scandals and shit under Clinton aside from the obvious, you know, Lewinsky shit. It was like, you know, black people or uh, people getting found beat up in the White House, you know, bodies getting disposed of and uh, you know, a bunch of other shit. The what the crime bill was introduced under um under under Clinton that, you know, made way for a lot of the, the uh school to to prison that that railroad from the school system to the prison system that lies in a lot of minority or, or underprivileged communities. That was, that happened under the Clinton regime. So, I mean, you know, it's, it's all politics, man. You, you know, two sides of the same coin, to be honest with you. Man, it's, it's funny cause you just educated me on some stuff because, um, I mean, at that point in time, um, you know, I'm not, I, I mean, I was like vaguely paying attention to that. Not really paying attention like that because I mean at that point when he's you know in office you know I'm in my late teens to my starting my early 20s so I'm just I'm not really paying attention to to that so I'm just under the guise that he was he was with us not saying that he didn't have uh, things you know in place that weren't for the middle class or weren't for minorities and things like that but Trump is basically like okay let's put it like this Donald Trump is basically he is a paranoid person who believes the hype's dream come true. So this is the person that believes that all uh, Muslims are terrorists, that uh, somehow the president is from Kenya. Uh, I could could keep going. Uh, That somehow the NFL gave the Saints a Super Bowl. You know, conspiracy guy, they cheated. Uh, You know, those guys, the ones who believe, whatever. The ones that that it's just it's, it's blanket. It's it's no gray area. It's totally blanket. It's well, if one group did it, that means they all did it, you know. And it, it's a point that um, I, I can't take credit for, but it's a point that EZ has made several times in just conversations that we've had, uh, you know, off air. Is that they say, oh well, you know, Trump is going to make sure that you know nobody takes any more jobs from us you know, these, these immigrant workers. But here's the thing. Some of these folks that are saying that are white-collar workers. Now, this is no disrespect mm-hmm. to the Hispanic community whatsoever, but a lot of Hispanic um, people, you know, as far as when they talk about working industrial jobs, the white-collar guy is not going to do that. Are you going to be a carpenter? Are you going to do that? No, you're not. So how are they stealing the job from? Yep. I'm just saying. I mean, the the people that the, it's, it's it's funny because the people that hate him are the ones who, um, who aren't affected by him. Pretty much like what you just said, the, the white collar guys, you know, like um, 
there was there was there was something I was watching recently. Um, can't remember exactly what it was, but basically it was uh, asking people, asking poor white people, why are they voting for Trump or why are they voting for Republicans when that goes against everything that they stand for? And they pretty much brought it back to you know the whole Bible Belt thing, just family and God, like that's it. Like they talk about family and God a lot in the Republican Party, and that's and that's what I firmly believe in. They can keep me poor. You know, I've been poor my whole life, so it really don't make a difference if they keep me poor, but that's all that matters. That'd be the dumbest thing I ever fucking heard. So you voting against your own interests just because they white and talk about God a lot. Right, and if we can say that nobody knows anything about the works of being a Christian, you got to think a guy like Donald Trump who was making fun of a special needs reporter. I mean, you can't you can't be the president. You got to be diplomatic, man. You can't be you can't like you think if President Obama went after all the people who take shots at him, he spent half his day talking about people who talk about him. As the president, you got to brush that off and he just doesn't have that savvy that that he's not diplomatic enough. He might be a savvy businessman, but as far as foreign relations, man, you might want to uh, make sure that your uh your visa and or your passport are up to date. I'm just saying. It's funny because uh, there actually are a lot of people talking about moving, like, you know, seriously. They lying. They lying. They're not moving to no Seriously. They lying. Looking at other avenues, I mean, you know, other um, means of of, uh, employment in other countries. They lying. They're flat. I'm not one of those people. No, you might. They might talk. They might talk that smack, but they they lying. To be honest, I've always wanted to move. If we if we being completely honest, there wasn't a time where I was just. You know what? Ever since I saw what was that um, documentary about Michael Moore about the healthcare shit, Um, sicko. Fahrenheit. You're not talking about Fahrenheit nine eleven. Are you? No, 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 that's something totally no, 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 that is, sounds like it's about 9-11. I, I said it was about Yeah, healthcare. it does. It, it does. I meant, yeah. Hey, look, the show hadn't been back two seconds, and I already did it right, right back into it. Yep. <laughs> Please continue. But, yeah, man, so, but, yeah, so it's, um, I, I, uh, I think it's called Sicko, but anyway, ever since I saw that, documentary whenever it came out I've always wanted to move to one of those other countries that was featured <laughs> in that documentary I think I think he went to Canada uh France um I think he might even went to London you know Great Britain or whatever um didn't necessarily want to move there but um and then Cuba all of those countries have universal health care and like other you know government um Benef- you know benefits that the government offers their citizens like one of them like they, they get six months of maternity i would never need it but they get six months of maternity leave and during that time they pay a government worker to come to your house and fold clothes and do laundry and clean and shit and this is all uh, uh, this is these are government benefits so you're not paying for it you get six months like paid maternity leave it was something ridiculous like that and i'm like wow we women over here get six weeks and it's unpaid if you so happen to pay for short-term disability then 
<laughs> you get 60% or, you know, a fraction of your pay and all this other kind of shit. We not even close to universal health care. They just initiated this whole, you know, health care law shit where you required to have it. And that shit is still expensive. I mean, it's cheaper than, yeah, a hospital bill, but the monthly expense for that for most people is, I, I don't know, man, it's, it's always not been that great over here to me. And, um, so now it's funny people talking about moving to Canada and whatever else, you know, now that Trump's getting elected. But I'm like, look, man, you're going to move somewhere like that. It'd be for the right reason. Well, it just, it's okay. You know how we talk about, it's like, it's things people say. That's one of them things that people say, like, oh, if this happens, I'm moving to Canada. Shut up. No, you're not. Oh, if this happens, I'm moving right. to Germany. No, you're not. Shut up. Right. Shut up. Just, you sound a fool. Because you, you could talk that. How, how, hey, I, 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 how much worse could Trump be than Bush? Is all I'm asking. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, you can't really both, say that it would be. That is right. They both talk, They both wanted to build a wall. Bush talked about the same shit, didn't he? If I if I recall correctly. Yeah, I guess the only thing that would make it similar is that Trump has to go find like a dictator that we don't have beef with at the moment to go kill. Wow, we're we're getting we're super political right here off the bat, but it just this is what sparked the show to end up coming back was this. This is what did it—a conversation that you and I and the jerk were having. So. This, this, this was it. I mean, we were concerned. I think, I, I think um, this is. I think this is a moment where. I think this is a moment where Jerk would shine. I, th- I think he would. I think he would take this conversation, this, this turd of a conversation, and turn it into a nugget, gold nugget. That's kind of what the Jerk does. Wait a minute. We've been shining this one up pretty good. Polished turd. Yeah, it's been pretty good. Yeah. Yep. Pick it up from the clean end. You idiot. Well, we can continue to, you know, talk about these things throughout the night here. Um, like I said, I want to explain at the beginning for people who are just starting to come in and listen that um, the show, we were supposed to. Oh, I'm wait, sorry, Kujo, were you going to say am I, am I looking at this right? Do you have this show rated as a PG-13? Yes, this show is P- is PG. This show has always been PG thirteen. It's just you guys have always we, overstepped and exactly. We discussed that last time. We told you you had the show rated wrong, and you go and create a new show with the same rating. Cock, ball, okay. penetration, vagina, pussy, labia, <laughs> leakage, moist. K- kids who might be listening, I'm sorry. Uncle Cujo doesn't mean anything he's saying right now. Okay. When you're, you know, that sounds creepy. Don't call me. I'm just you're making the rating worse. I was just gonna say too that when you when you ran up on your mom and dad yesterday, daddy was not hurting mommy. Okay, we're just letting you know. Okay, jeez, you you are amazing. And I'm gonna just make sure that I change the rating next time so people will know. You are just you are wow. What I was going to explain was that if people were reading the caption uh, on our Facebook page, which is at the radio show, we were supposed to review the new album from a guy who was a guest on the show, who was a friend of the show, Detroit Black. We got a CD out called Between Me and You. Well, something happened between us and that is that the crew is missing, and we want to do due diligence to Detroit Black and not give you some abridged, half-assed review. 
So we're going to hold off and do that one on a later show so we can get everybody's opinion on that instead of just Cujo and myself because nobody listens to what we have to say. But what we are going to do, because we are about that underground life on the radio show, we do not do the mainstream. We play nothing but the underground on here. We're going to give you two songs for the price of one, mainly because we want to take a long break because I want to eat during the break. And, yeah, that's why. So, Oh, good for you. That's right. So we got two songs coming up for you. The first one that we're going to play is a cut from that Detroit Black Between Me and You CD. The song is called Just For You. And then we're going to play a song from another former guest of the show by the name of Tasha LeRae, great R&B singer who actually sings with Arrested Development with a song called what you got. So we're going to play those two back to back. And when we come back, we're going to talk about something because this is a talk show and we're going to talk. All right. So just remember, you're not listening to a radio show or some radio show. You're listening to the radio show. of a wicked conspiracy that has emanated from the government of America itself. I warn you that something terrible is about
Welcome back to the radio show. How the hell are you? Yeah. You got the original tag team champions of the world, your boy Cujo and M16 hanging out with you. Hey, man. What you just heard heard was a nice little uh, extended break around here because, you know, we were eating. Um, The first song that you heard was from Detroit Black. That was called Just For You. I like that song a lot. And like I said, we'll get around to reviewing his album here shortly. And the second song you heard was from R&B singer by the name of Tasha LeRae. That song was called What You Got. That's also awesome. Heard both of these full releases from both of those. She's got an EP, the Tasha LeRae EP is on SoundCloud. So if you go on SoundCloud and search for Tasha LeRae, you should definitely check that out. I think you can stream, I think it's the whole thing, if not the whole thing, most of it from SoundCloud. It'll be worth your time. And uh, Detroit Blacks, between me and you, um, you can, um, where is his information at? Oh, his information is already on our Facebook page. And we will let you know when we review it where you can purchase. Or I'll post it on the Facebook one. Yeah. All right, if you want to hit us up and speak your mind, you can call us 516-666-9514. You can text us 678-250-4422. I don't like it either, but it's only temporary. It's only temporary. We'll have the old number back after this. It's just temporary. I don't like it either, man. It sets the wrong example. Man, or you could email it, us. It, it, it explains everything about this show. I'm feeling bad. It's quite fitting. Or you could email us, the radio show 2015 at com. And please don't let your email be that your, your show email address is dated. Look, damn it. It was 2015 when we created it, so it was new then. So, yeah. Just saying. All right. Kuzo, you were making fun of me while we were on the break, and I'm just going to go ahead and mess this up now, so I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I'm terrible at segueing. We've been doing radio for, like, years, and I just cannot segue from one topic to the next. I can't say, well, you know, since we were talking about Donald Trump and politics, that'll lead us right into what we're going to talk about now, which will lead me to my next point, which has nothing to do with it. Go ahead. But you don't have to. How, how, how would you have segued if, if? How would you have segued this had you not, you know, done housekeeping on air? Okay, so had I not done housekeeping on air, I'd have been like, you know, most uh, guys who start off as average Joes, like a, a Batman or somebody like that, eventually, you know, they find their calling in life as something more than just a man. They're a politics. What the then they're fuck a are you doing? Yeah, that's gonna sound terrible on the podcast. But anyway, we're segueing. You could have. You could have. Um, you you, you, you could have. You uh, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Just tell them what we segue into. It, it was just terrible. But anyway, um, we wanted to jump off the serious subject of politics and jump into something a little lighter than that. Is the fact that coming up uh, this Friday or Thursday, depending on if you've already bought your uh, your tickets already, that. Uh, Batman versus Superman is dropping this weekend, and it brought up a conversation where you know it's man superhero movies all over the place. You got Batman versus Superman coming up this year, Captain America, Civil War coming up. You got Suicide Squad. Um, What else do we have? You you could be naming shit all day, though. 
Cause we we planned out up to 2020 right at this point. That's what I'm saying. I mean, they're currently filming the Justice League movie. They got another Spider-Man reboot coming. X-Men is coming this year. Just this calendar year, I think there's seven superhero movies. And some, you know, you're into, some you're not. But the question that we wanted to bring up is, man, is it getting oversaturated where it's just too many of them and it's taking some of the shine off of it? Where it's like every, it seems like every other month another one is dropped. You know, like I said, it's, it's Superman that's dropping in March. And I think once either a month or every other month throughout the, through the end of the year is going to be another superhero movie. With that being said, are all these superhero movies going to get your money, Cujo? Probably a good chunk of them. I would say probably maybe about 85, 90%. But, you know, all you, your, seg, your, your, your segue could have, could have um, you know, something, some kind of comparison between, like, Donald Trump and, and, and Lex, you know, Lex Luthor or, or like, you know, politician, uh, um, um, the campaign race thing, which is a presidential race, like, you know, this person versus this person, you know, speaking of which, Batman versus Superman. Kind of thing. It would have been bad either way. I'm just kind of throwing out ideas more so than that bullshit that you that you pulled out. Yeah, I, look, I understand it was bad. Okay, thanks. You know what, Kuno? You like saying. I said during the break, you're the best possible friend a dude can have. Always pointing out my shortcomings, kicking me while I'm down, and doing it for many people other than us to hear. You are just fantastic. Thank you. No problems. No problems. What I do? That's why you Dang. pay me. That's right. One dollar. Canadian. You ever, you ever had somebody pay you to whoop their ass? That's a good feeling. <laughs> like a dude walk, like a dude walking to you on the street, hands you five hundred dollars, and be like, "Hey man, just just beat the shit out of me." It's a good feeling. Anyway, but yeah, so a lot of these are gonna get my money. I'm not going to see Suicide Squad. I, I really have no interest in that, uh, other than seeing Jared Leto's uh, Joker interpretation. Um. Which I actually found out that Joker and Scarecrow were both supposed to be, or Joker, no, Joker and Riddler were both supposed to be in the Batman versus Superman movie. But they cut that yeah, during, but, um, you know, yeah, I think when they first started filming, they, they decided to cut that out and went a different route. It might be good. I mean, the movie's already loaded enough. I mean, they're already introducing. But what we were just yep. talking about before, and I, I got a list here that names up all the ones. I, I, said, I said six, and I think I got them right, that are all happening this calendar year so that's Batman versus Superman in March Captain America Civil War in May X-Men Apocalypse also coming later in May Suicide Squad in August mm-hmm. uh, Doctor Strange in November Ooh. and yeah that'll that'll do it for um, 2016 and 17 is just as loaded um, wait I don't know if this Doctor counts. Strange I guess this year? I thought that was next year yeah November, uh, it's uh, November, what is this, November 4th, Doctor Strange. Oh, all right, cool. So that means that you're going to see all, well, five of those six. You just don't like Will yeah. Smith. That's that's what that is. I mean, I I would not have chose Will, chosen Will Smith for that, not saying he's going to do a bad job, and I don't not like Will Smith. You I don't just, like him, Cujo. You don't like him. I mean, look. <laughs> Look, I don't not like him. Other, you, you don't like him. I don't not like him. I just but you don't, don't like him either. Yeah, I don't. I'm. You know, it's like 
you know, it's like, uh, you know, anything. It's, it's name some food that you don't hate, but you don't necessarily like it. Drew a blank. I can't think of no food that I – oh, like Chinese food. No, I just, I just don't like Chinese food. You're strange. I, eat it, I mean, there's, there's nothing better than shoveling, you know, some good Chinese food in your face, man. Some yeah, sesame I like chicken. sushi, but that's not Chinese. It's Japanese, I think. No, and stop before you say something offensive, because then you say something like, "Yeah, it's all the same." Those those Orientals, even though that's not a nationality, it's like a thing. It's like a rug, I, or, I, you know. I, I, I was I wasn't going to say that, and you brought it up. Well, no, I'm just saying about the, China, about the Chinamen. Chinamen <laughs> the are good people. The music expressed it, not <laughs> But um, so I brought I brought that up just to say that you know, are are they running it into the ground? I mean, now. Man, I I mean, there are so many of them coming out, like you said, between 2016 and 2020. Um, they got a Batman Lego movie coming out uh, the beginning of 2017. There is uh, – what else? It's, so, it's just so many I yeah. mean, competing like for it, your money it, across. Yeah, it's a lot. It's, it's a whole heap between now and 2020. Like, it's, it's a lot of them coming out. Is it watered down? Uh, only time will tell that because I, I think right now we kind of uh, well, I wouldn't even say we're in the height of it. I think I think during the time of the like uh, like Avengers ish around like twenty twelve twenty thirteen, maybe about yeah, two years like ago we, we we yeah I think we were in the height. Well, I think two years ago probably started. I don't want to say the decline, but I don't think it was necessarily in its, in its, in its height, you know, at the, at the, at the top of its game anymore. But anyway, um, I, I don't think it's getting watered down because we, we've been through this with, with other genres. I think like the action movies in the, in the eighties and early nineties, I mean, you could probably rattle off the top of your head, um, fucking three action movies that had seven sequels each. So I think this is just the age, you know, this is just the age of, of this particular genre of, 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 you know, hero movies, action, adventure, sci-fi, whatever you want to call it. But we had fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone, Dolph Lundgren, fucking Jean-Claude Van Damme, that whole era where they just made nothing but, uh, you know, one-man army, shoot em up unstoppable nigga action movies. Like, so, you know, we went through that. Then you had, like, what, the seven, early 70s? You know, to the 80s where fucking horror movies, I would probably even go back as far as maybe the 60s, where horror movies were like the big thing. Well, that's where Halloween got started, Friday the 13th, Jason movies got started, fucking Freddy, fucking Chucky, fucking, like, there's the, each genre kind of has had its spotlight. And there was a time in the, in the 90s where um, um, drama movies kind of took over. Yeah, like... Um, Titanic and um, all the other, you know, drama movies and shit that everybody, I can't, I can't think of no more during that time, but you, you get my point. Let these movies shine. Let right. them have their time. You know what I mean? Like it, it just started in 2008, even though that was eight years ago, almost a decade, but I mean, hell, it's, it's, it's flourishing. Like they making money. And I think that people really want to see it, you know, because I mean, really, you know, Comic books are like novels that just, you know, like they have sagas. 
you know, anything that you would like, you know, in in a in a regular novel, you would have that in a comic book. It's just a certain science fiction aspect to it, which, you know, you could have a science fiction novel, or, you know, or, or just fictional novel. It doesn't all have to be, you right. know, documentaries and shit. But you know, so that's my whole thing. I, I don't I don't necessarily think it's you know only time will tell if if we really see it watered down. But I think at this point, you could pretty much drop any superhero movie and it's gonna make, you know. At least a hundred million. Yeah, because they were saying with the, just looking at you know the budget of some of these and and what's coming out like for Batman versus Superman, I think for them just to be profitable that this movie's got to make at minimum I think three hundred million, even though they're aiming for a billion dollars, and it's gonna make that. I mean, it's gonna make that. Yeah. I mean, I was reading that the pre-sales for it are just you know they're ridiculous. Like, yeah, it's. So I mean, we've we've done no research. Don't worry about it. You don't you don't have to pull out actual numbers. Okay, I, I just wanted to thank you, Kujo, for bailing me out on that. Yeah, we did like next to no research. We actually did. We did. There's no next to none. There was no research done on that. None at all. And that's what you can come to expect from the radio show. That's the quality that we provide. No quality. But in that short amount of time where we were telling you that we didn't do research, I actually did some research. Popped it in the old right. Google box. And um, it looks like Batman vs Superman breaks superhero movie ticket presale records for IMAX featurette. Well, not for IMAX. Really? No, this IMAX featurette is the second part of the thing. But yeah. So. So, um, so which one of the two that have made a billion dollars? It, it, according it was, to one uh, report, it would need to gross eight hundred million globally just to turn a profit. Blah 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 blah. Blah 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 blah. Movies opening weekend numbers at thirty three hundred and fifty million globally, with one hundred and fifty of that coming from domestic tickets. So that's just opening so, weekend. So, okay. So here's the thing with that: is um, will the reviews have anything to do with uh, like? I know that they want critical acclaim for these movies because that's what they're aiming for. They want to just make not just a bunch of action movies. They want to make good movies. So right. is that going to deter people from going to see it if the critics are just smashing it like, oh, this is awful, like don't go see this movie. But it's just something about it because already the preliminary um, reviews for Jeez. it overall are are not good. And Yeah, it's, and good. Just, it's getting raped. Like not to deter anybody from going to, to see it because, I mean, if you're a superhero fan, you got to see Batman and Superman on the same screen, even though it's just getting ev- just eviscerated by the critics <laughs> already. I mean, yeah. this is, yeah, this is not the Nolan trilogy <laughs> from what these ratings are saying here, and um, wow. Damn, Kujo, I got to say yeah. this right here while we on air. This is, this is lower than I thought, man. Damn. Yeah, this is what this is way this is way lower than I thought. I just thought to go out here like before you start saying it. I just thought to go take a look at yes. I mean, again, not I'm gonna go see it regardless. Um, yeah, you know, ho- hopefully, hopefully, the, you know, this information that I'm being given by the, the pre-screenings and shit is, uh, you know, won't won't you know have me go into it kind of jaded or you know going into it expecting it to be bad or whatever. I'm going to try to go into it as clean as possible, you know, so that I can actually enjoy the movie or whatever. But I kind of half expected it to not be accepted well anyway because a lot of people didn't like Man of Steel. It took me a couple watches to actually appreciate Steel because when I left the movie theater after I watched Man of Steel, 
I was not that I didn't hate it, but it wasn't like you know what I mean. Like it, it wasn't. I felt like it, it lost a lot on potential, and it probably would have been towards the bottom of my list as far as you know any any hero movie that came out since you know two thousand eight. But after I watched it a couple of times and kind of you know let it sink in and and um. I actually like it, man. Like, Man of Steel is actually a great, you know, aside from if you could take out the first maybe 30 minutes, 30, 40 minutes of the movie, I think it's like what, it's almost two hour long movie or something. So if you take out that first 30 yeah. minutes, you still got 90 minutes of watchable, you know what I mean? Like it's it's a decent movie once it gets to a certain point. So I, I really like Man of Steel now. And I think that, you know, a, a lot of what people are looking for or were looking for is like the Christopher Reeves, you know, hands on his hips, like, saves a school bus full of, you know, children and gets off and high-fives all the kids and then tells a joke and flies. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's what fuck Superman everybody wanted. But anyway, um, saying all that to say that I'm not going to let critics deter me, but I know a lot of people don't listen to critics anyway. Like, a lot of people feel like critics' whole job is to tear a movie apart. You know what I mean? That's not necessarily true. It's it's made for them. Not at all. They 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 watch movies differently than we watch them. They look for subtle nuances and lighting and all that stuff. You know, we don't right. we don't watch movies that way. We just go and you go get a, you know right. a huge tub of popcorn and and an entire trough of whatever favorite beverage. You see that of yeah, yours, try, and you just try, go to. I try to watch it a little a little bit differently, other than just sitting there turning my brain off and just you know watching a movie. Like I, I want to make sure that all the parts kind of you know all the pieces of the puzzle fit together. Like I'm not gonna you know give it a bad review if they filmed you know if if it was low saturation just to add dramatic you know to over dramatize a particular scene or whatever. Like I'll notice that, but I'm not gonna hate a movie because of it. You know what I mean? Like I, I you know I'm I, I just don't, you know, I want people to give it a chance. You know what I mean? Don't let us or let any critic tell you what not to go see, even though we do that all the damn time. I, I have saved a lot of money by avoiding movies that got low ratings. So, and but I'm not going to I just wanted to point out, too, in between the time that we've been talking, the percentage for Batman versus Superman just went down one. It went from 41 to 40% while we've been talking. This You're is... Safe. Oh, the one I was looking at said 37, but okay. Oh, okay, damn. It's all bad any way you slice it, but here's where the problem lies with that. I've already bought my tickets already, so, yeah, it doesn't really matter. I'm going to see it anyway. And exactly. Yeah, I mean, damn. And trust me, I was Utopia the hardest person to sell. Nice. Oh, man, look, this dude. Look, man. Okay, so when he when he when you fuck around and told me that you actually bought tickets, I, I I literally was was gonna like like fucking punch you in the throat. This dude for years. I mean, like from the time that they even hinted that they will make it. Like soon as I think Man of Steel wrapped, and it might have been two months, and they were like, yeah, the next movie might have Batman, and it. it might be you know Batman versus Superman movie. This dude been tearing this movie apart. Ripping their new asshole, like, oh, fuck that. You know, Superman couldn't hold his own, so now I got to go get Batman and blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to go see it. It's cheesy. It's a money grab. It's this, is that. For years. So when Superman Man of Steel came out, 2013? Yeah, it was. From 2013 to current, this dude has been, like, just trashing the concept of this Batman versus Superman movie. The last trailer that they dropped 
apparently, quote-unquote, sold him. They've been dropping teasers and trailers for probably the past year and a half. But just this very last one where they added half of an extra scene where you see Wonder Woman's face or something, or I don't know what the hell they added, but just added something minute because it's been the same fucking previews since, since, you know, the first teaser or whatever. And now the sudden, oh yeah, that last one sold me, man. I'm gonna go ahead and just, I went ahead and bought my ticket. You was in my, if you was in front of me at that time, I probably would have punched you in the throat. <laughs> you know who gave me the same sentiment off air? Easy did. He was like, you know what, man? I really should just beat you senseless till you yeah. can't remember anything. I, th- I, th- I think me and Easy should get together and just beat you. First, he's gonna <laughs> beat you, and then I'm gonna beat you. Good old fashioned radio show beat off. <laughs> so beat off. <laughs> yes, he threatened bodily harm on me, and I just shudder to think. Well, no, you know what? I can't even leave it at him and him or you because the jerk has something to say about it too. He's like, "You did what? All that you were talking, you did what? Get out of here, man!" So yep. yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So we. So so first of all, first of all, this from the guy who still has not seen Deadpool. Arguably nope. one of the best hero movies to come out in recent years. Yeah. yeah. And you've had, and you have not seen it. I haven't. For shame. I I, I know. Y'all ought to make it a well, double that, feature. Is Deadpool still playing? Uh yeah, it is still in there. The showtimes are limited now, but it's still playing. I you, you look, man. If you got some time this upcoming week, if you're off on the weekend, if you're off Friday, I suggest I suggest going to go see Deadpool. I don't know. It's based on the, the, the critic score here checking out Rotten Tomatoes with Deadpool being at a robust eighty four percent and Batman versus Superman hadn't even dropped yet and it's already under the gun at forty percent. You said you've seen thirty nine, I may have to refresh this. Bottom line, maybe this was a mistake. But it doesn't matter. We're gonna see things blow up. And trust me, if you don't go see Batman versus Superman, trust me, there are plenty of other superhero movies that are going to be bleeding your pockets dry for the next about four years or so. So you might as well just yeah, get ready I, for it because it's coming. So all yeah, your girlfriends out there well. who've been dragging your boyfriends and wives, you're dragging your husbands to these tear jerkers, shut up, get in line, order some popcorn because we going. Okay? We going. Yep. Might as well garnish That's my all chick because I'm – I'm going to go see pretty much all of them, with the exception of, like, Suicide Squad. And um, I'm probably not going to go see the Cyborg solo movie. Probably not going to go see Wonder Woman. Probably, I mean, pretty much anything DC, I probably won't be checking out except maybe Flash and the Injustice League. Um, what else am I not seeing? Something that's Marvel. Oh, um, Gambit. Not not doing it. Not seeing Channing Tatum fake a New Orleans accent through an entire movie yeah. playing Gambit. Yeah. Not gonna do yeah, it. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, uh, yeah. Yeah. We're just gonna leave out Channing right Tatum. Channing Tatum as Gambit. As Gambit. Come on, man. The janitor from Step Up. <laughs> You're still on that man. Playing Gambit. Been Ten years, man. The janitor from Step Up playing Gambit. Just let that sink in. <laughs> Fucking Magic Mike. Oh God! Step, step up, step up was on the other day. Oh, has the worst movie ever been made? He was oh great. Tatum was fucking phenomenal in like Twenty One Jump Street. He's a funny guy. Like I think he's 
you know, I, don't, I haven't seen much of anything else that he's been in, but fucking Channing Tatum, man. Like, you could have got mystical. Anybody. Like, no, you give him a, <laughs> Just give him a New Orleans just authentic fucking accent, or at least somebody who could, you know, fake the accent. Like, could have got a British dude, because British dudes, you know, are, are pretty good at faking American accents. Like, they get what British about, dudes to play, like, about, Southerners and New Yorkers what about and shit all the time. You you forget for a second just because this show is based in Atlanta. I'm from Louisiana. I could have been Gambit. Well, you are white enough. And this concludes superhero talk. Yeah. All right. Typical radio. We got one more song here to play, and then we're going to close up shop by playing random. So for those of you who are saying, wait a minute, you know, usually you got to do about two hours. Look, don't complain about your free entertainment. Just be happy that it's here. And, uh, yeah, so if we want to close up shop early, we can, you know. Uh, we'll be be sure if you're not happy to refund your money. Right, Kuja? Yep. We'll be handing out we'll – we'll, we'll be giving out the information for refunds at um, – 11:30 p.m. tonight. So um, just hang around until then. We'll be sure to get you the information where you can get your refund process. Uh, it'll be 100% refund, so we're not doing you know any percentages, anything like that. We'll make sure that everybody gets back exactly what they paid. So that's you know, right. So be prepared around. when be, be prepared when when we post the number to call in with your full credit card number and account information, so that we can process it in a timely fashion. Actually, if you want to be if you want to be proactive, if you can't wait until eleven thirty and you just want your refund process as soon as possible, go ahead and email your uh, credit or debit card debit card uh, information, um, Visa, Mastercard only, um, or your um, checking the savings account uh, number, routing number, and account number um, to it's the radio show at gmail dot com. Um, as well as uh, your full social security number. If you're not comfortable giving your full social security number, I understand in these, you know, times of of, uh, of identity theft and everything, just go ahead and leave the last four and your date of birth and your account PIN number. Trust me, things will yeah. never be the same for you. <laughs> yeah, no, we'll we'll get that refund. I promise. I promise we will process that refund. So just go ahead again. All that all that information. If you if you didn't catch what we just said, just go ahead and listen back to the podcast and send all that information in to us. I promise you, we got you. Nobody else got you. We, we got you. We got you. And just for the simple minded people out there, if you actually happen to do that, you've got to be stupid. All right. No. No. I, no. No. Just do it. Like don't let. Look, man. Just we want to help you out. Okay. So just send that in. All right, so before we're gonna um we got one more song here to get in, some more new music from a uh a guest and friend of the show before we play random. Uh it's a song from Edson Sean whose uh C D is out right now. Um it's called uh In the Pursuit of Magic. Play that to actually end the show because we don't have time for random because we're out. So we're gonna play this song and it's gonna play us out. Uh, until next week's show, which will be scheduled on time at 8 o'clock next Tuesday. 
And uh, we'll have details about what that's going to be. Uh, details about what that's going to be um, on Facebook throughout social media during the week. So uh, yeah, we'll yeah. probably just cool you guys. Pull some old. Just, we'll just pull some old BS out the air and not prepare for it again. Y'all know how we do. Of course. So enjoy the podcast. And if you're at work listening right now, you're welcome. Okay? Yeah, you're welcome. So here's S and Sean. Show me something, and we will catch y'all next week. Ugh, I can't even talk. We will catch y'all next week, all right, on the radio show. Show